Hey everyone, this is Wyatt Jackson here. You're listening to Adventures into Odyssey. Hey everyone, this is Wyatt Jackson here. This week I'm going to be discussing episode 594, A Time for Action, part one. And this week I have a guest, the first guest I've ever had on this podcast. Uh, He's a friend of mine, Devin Marshall. What's up? Yeah. And uh, we're both going to be discussing this and see how this turns out, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So, Devin, how are you feeling about this episode? It's one of the best episodes, I'd say, in the whole Leonard and Eugene series. Yeah, really? I I, uh, I personally would say the top floor, but... Well, one of the best. The top floor is the best. Okay, okay. We don't talk about Prisoners of Fear, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so uh, as we said, this is the sixth episode of the Leonard Meltzer saga. Uh, we had the random last in a long line way at the beginning of Adventures in Odyssey. Um, then we had Prisoners of Fear, parts one, two, and three. Then we had Dead Ends, and now we got this one. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to discussing this episode. So this episode is episode 594, and it was written by Nathan Hubler. Good on you, Nathan Hubler. It originally aired on May 13th, 2006, and uh, I think this comes into big play because they talk a lot about fax machines during this episode, and like I was like, wait a minute, fax? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you know... Okay, 2006, we're still in the fax machine era, I guess. Now I'm going to be discussing the cast of this episode. So let's see here. We got Grady McKay, played by Jordan Orr, the bratty kid, the whiny, high-pitched kid I don't like. Uh, We got John Whitaker, played by the best Paul Herlinger, who is the greatest wit of all time. And then we got uh, Eugene Meltzner, played by Will Ryan, Christy McKay, or as I refer to her in my notes, Mum. <laughs> uh, Julianne Buescher. Oh, and this is interesting. We got Diane, played by Diane in Goldia. So, <laughs> same name, voice actor. I wonder if that, yeah. you know, coincidence. And, and then we got Maddie Burnett, played by Pat Blore. And this is interesting because we don't got Mr. Burnett. We just got the Mrs. Burnett. And, uh, yeah, I don't think he's in this episode. No, he's not. Um... And we got mentioned in this episode, we got Connie mentioned by Mr. Whitaker. We got Leonard mentioned by Eugene. We got Thelma mentioned by Eugene. Uh, We got Frank Burnett or Mr. Burnett mentioned by Eugene. We got Samantha, Grady's younger annoying sister, mentioned by Mrs. McKay. We got Katrina Meltzer mentioned by Mrs. Burnett. And we got Dalton Kern, everyone's favorite ruthless archaeologist mentioned by John Whitaker. So, Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I also thought this was interesting because Samantha, um, like, you can totally tell if they had the voice actor, they would have put her in. They just did not have the voice actor, so they <laughs> just worked around it, you know? It's true. Like, you could totally tell this is probably scripted for Samantha, and then they're like, oh, dang, we can't get the voice actor. Well, we'll Which just... Which is why she was sleeping. <laughs> right around it or something. So, that's a cast. It's uh, fairly small for an episode. Only six people really heard in the episode. So, um, you want to roll the promo, Devin? On the next Adventures in Odyssey, 
new twists emerge in Eugene's search for his father. Though he never doubts that prayer matters, Eugene is determined to act on any lead. A forgotten relative, a spy agency in Chicago, and a tragic accident are all part of the deepening plot. On the next Adventures in Odyssey... Wait a minute. Okay. What was that? We just... Like, what? Uh, <laughs> was that circus music? <laughs> what? Uh, oh, what? A spy agency. <laughs> I love how... The, I don't even... It sounds like just like a circus backing track they had in like archives. And they're like, hey, let's use the... <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Better than the music for Big Trouble Under the Big Top. <laughs> Yes. Okay. We've had some weird promos, but this, I don't know. Last week's promo was pretty weird, but this week's promo is definitely, it definitely caps out for weirdness. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, it doesn't really give out much information about the episode, which I kind of respect, but at the same time, do a better job, Odyssey, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Serious, I mean, some of the Novacom promos are just horrible to listen to. Like, they're so cringe. And, like, Novacom was so good, but the promos, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder, like, well, if there's, like, some summer intern who's, like, in charge of promos, you know? <laughs> they're, like, uh, John Campbell's, like, all right, so you just, like, come up with a music track and, you know, make a promo. And Nathan <laughs> Hulu's, like, yeah, just... Like, talk about the episode, but don't give too much away. They're like, okay. And they come up with this circus music. It's just all ad-lib right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I think we're done with the promo. That was a weird promo. So do you want to get into the episode? So in the first scene, Grady's talking with Mr. Whitaker about the adoptive family, which is collecting things for families in the community. Yeah, yeah. But it's also important to note that it's just like a cold intro. Like, it just starts out like that. Mm-hmm. So... Mr. Whitaker mentions Matthew 25, which is about a lot of different parables. So that's just a whole lot of parables. Oh, yeah, because I'm like, when I was prepping for this, I was like, oh, Bible verse. Okay, I don't need to put this down because it's going to come up in the end. But it didn't, and then I just forgot about it. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, so all the parables have the same theme of giving. That's the bottom line, which is what they're trying to do in the adoptive family thing. Well, we're on the topic of missions, like adoptive family and... uh, Hand up. I really wish they'd mentioned Around the World Missions, the best names <laughs> missions organization ever. You know, <laughs> Around the World Missions. <laughs> it's like the, like the most generic mission organization name ever. <laughs> oh, okay. Come on, we need Around the World Missions. <laughs> so, yeah. Wit also talks about the dinner to benefit the homeless. Oh, yeah. And this is important because in um, Into the Light, uh, that's where, spoiler alert, Eugene meets his father. We all knew yes. he was alive. Because uh, if you're, if you, you didn't record this with me, but last episode we had a uh, Leonard Meltzer at the homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. And uh, we later learn he's homeless because, well, we later learn the mysterious man who's really just <laughs> Leonard, you know. He's homeless. Not a spoiler at all there, you know? No, not a spoiler <laughs> at all. So um, Grady's talked to Wit about the Adopt-A-Fam program, and, like, it gives all the needy families stuff, and there's the dinner to benefit the homeless. And um, 
hand up is in charge of sorting like all the goods to deliver, mm-hmm. which we later find out they do a terrible job. <laughs> they do a hor- Eugene does a horrible job. It's true. <laughs> what are they paying him oh. for? Okay, we'll get into that though We'll get into that later Then (laughs) Eugene comes in and just like barges in And he's like, well, sorry for interrupting But now that I have uh, I'm just going to take you away from your conversation (laughs) And uh, Wit's like, okay, whatever Yep So after he does that Eugene takes Wit back into the kitchen To go chat about um, a book that Eugene found while he was searching through um, effects of stuff for Adopt a Family. And the book was... So this is... I, I wanted to touch on this. So in Prisoners of Fear, um, they uh, they called Eugene... like He's like, I, me and Katrina have been to Zaire. <laughs> but in reality, it was only called Zaire from 1961 to 1997. Mm-hmm. This was in 2000. It's in like the 2000s. It's called the Congo. Yeah. And so Eugene fixes his mistake from Prisoners of Fear. He's like, oh, it used to be called Zaire, but it's now the Congo. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like the writers were listening to it once it was released and they're like, oh, dang. Yeah. (laughs) We called it Zaire. Let's have Eugene fix that next up, you know. So I like how they try to fix their mistakes. And mm-hmm. While Eugene was like looking through the book and stuff and showing wit, um, they were both wondering why his parents had like an elementary guide to like, cause it was a beginner's guide. So yeah. Eugene, Eugene was like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they, cause like his parents had been to Zaire so many times and then mm-hmm. Eugene found a ticket. Yeah, he p- uh, picked the book up and, like, this train ticket stub fell out. And it was um, to Kindu, which is a place kind of near where the Ashantis are, I guess. And, oh, there's also a map in the back of the book. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a location that's circled. And what's like, and Eugene's like, look at the map. And what's like, uh, okay. And Eugene's like, don't you see the circle? What's like, uh, yeah. He's like, isn't it obvious? What's like, no. <laughs> Eugene's like, that circle's where my parents were held hostage. Da, da, da. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I, just love, like... how, I just love how what's like, uh, <laughs> what, uh... <laughs> what are you talking about, Eugene? <laughs> yeah. Eugene, speak English. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. The classic line. And then we get the Chris intro. So, right, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because that comes in like halfway through that scene. And then. Yeah, I have it listed as two separate scenes in my notes. Yeah. It's like intro part one, intro part two. Yeah, basically. Although, or it could be scene one, part one, scene one, part two. Mm-hmm. And so, basically. So, anyway, we get the Chris intro, then we go back, and uh, it's in scene two. And Wit is like. Wondering, pondering the meaning of life and what it all means. He's like, well, uh, okay, so what does this mean? The question and everyone's asking. I know. Everyone who's <laughs> li- been listening to Odyssey lately, or, you know, when this is coming out. <laughs> so, um, what's like, well, um, what, uh, maybe this person travels to Africa to try and rescue my missing parents. What? And, <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Um, the logistics of that happening is actually, like, nuts, but whatever. I guess Eugene's, like, going crazy, so <laughs> we can excuse him. <laughs> so, uh, what's well, like, yeah, but maybe this person was involved in their kidnapping. 
or he could have been an archaeolog or ar- archaeologist, archaeologist. <laughs> and then uh, there's like this date on the tickets, and uh, it kind of is the date. The date is like a few weeks after his parents were kidnapped, and mm-hmm. so um, the kidnapping has already happened. And, and Eugene you know, just assumes that it's like. It's somebody coming to help them, too. I know. <laughs> it's a crazy assumption he made. He's like, ah, this guy or this person must have just been like, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I know. It's, like, really crazy. <laughs> and uh, He also says this all happened when he was seven years old, which is <laughs> nuts. That's... Another thing about young Eugene series. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> there's some things about young Eugene that is just nuts. Like... Eugene, when he was a baby, was literally doing calculus. <laughs> I know. <laughs> in his crib with his chalkboard. Uh-huh. Like, how? <laughs> what? Yeah, no, they got the... They should get the kid who played Goggles, like, in... Uh, uh, the Champ of the Camp, yeah. And then they do, like, a Young Eugene series, though. That'd be fun. I know, I know. I had the same thought. I'm like, okay, they're doing Young Wit. I want to see Young Eugene. Yeah. I think it'd be more entertaining than Young Wit, but I don't know. Young Connie. <laughs> no, no, no. Nobody needs that. No, no one needs that. Mom! Mom! Connie, shut up! I don't know. Okay, no. Okay. We don't want young Connie. Uh, so Eugene's like, well, I guess I'm going to talk to the brunettes and see, like, because this, oh, this book was in the box he found, like, he found in the brunette's attic the last time. And mm. so he decides smartly to, like, see if the brunettes know anything about the owner of the book. And yeah. then he's like, I have a, okay. And, um, and then there's this, like, dialogue, which is just so funny, and I have it written out. So do you have, do you have it or... Um, I have it somewhere here. It's the hunch one, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, never mind. I, 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 um, yeah, I got it. Okay, wait. Do you want? Do you want to like read it out, sir? Um. Oh, um. I what? do you want to be wit or do you want to be Eugene? <laughs> I'll be wit. <laughs> okay. All right, Mister Whitaker. I have what some might call a hunch. What is it? It's a colloquial term. It means an intuitive feeling or promotion. I meant, what is your hunch? <laughs> it's, it's funny It's funny yeah. to get Eugene's like He's like ah only thinking about the one thing You know mm-hmm. So anyway Eugene was thinking That uh, what if his father created This map um, Like if he contacted someone From like the outside world to help him with his escape Which is a nuts theory Like he, How Why you know I know Because his father's in the middle of nowhere Mm-hmm. In a jungle in the Congo So for Eugene to be thinking That his father somehow magically Created this map in this book Like oh, What? <laughs> yeah it's, it's like It's like nuts isn't it So mm-hmm. Yeah But anyway <laughs> what warns him it's like a long shot But Eugene's like Well I have to find out Who the ticket belongs to So <laughs> Yeah. It's his mission in life. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And then, and, oh, I have, like, his mom, because I didn't know, I couldn't remember when I was prepping, I couldn't remember the mom's name, so I just wrote mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so no. all my notes, it's like going to be all mom. I think that's all I wrote, too. Yeah. Her name's Christy or something, but. Yeah, it's something like that. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so, Grady's in the car. And he's bored. 
bored out of his mind, apparently. Oh, <laughs> he's being a classic um, whiny you kid. plot device because they don't have the actress who plays her. Yeah. <laughs> so, then Grady mentions that as they're driving by, he sees his good old friend. Oh, yeah. The homeless dude. <laughs> a random stranger that no one knows who it could possibly be. Um, <laughs> yeah. At the side of the road, just on his famous park bench, and Gra- <laughs> Grady's like, look, Mom, I know that guy. <laughs> she's, oh, like, she's like, what? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> You're not allowed to talk to strangers. Oh, and then, yeah. Um, and then he 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 like snuck away from it, like the person, like a what's her name, Mrs. Like a uh, Mrs. Uh, I forget. Oh, I don't remember his teacher. No, it wasn't. It was like a. I picture it like an old woman who's like watching him, but not really watching him. Yeah, like you know? a babysitter or something like that. But like she's old, like so she's like d- knitting on the park bench, and he's like. She's like, okay, okay, just go on. I got my yeah. crocheting to do. You know? Yeah. 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 So, um, anyway, uh, so, uh, he's just, like, been talking to this random stranger, and, uh, his mom's like, Grady, what have I told you about talking to strangers? Which... Has he done this before, or is it just like a warning? <laughs> he just walks up to everybody and is just like, Hello, I'm great. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Um, and uh, and then his, well, and Gritty, he's like a master at this. He diverts his mom from being angry at him to like just like a regular conversation. He's like... he. Because his mom's, like, angry. He's like, so what's he doing out there? His mom's like, well, I guess he's homeless. And then Green's like, you mean he has to live in the park? <laughs> That's what homeless means, son. <laughs> it's, but it's, like, also, it's just a master diversion from his mom's, like, you know. Yeah, so Grady, true. Like, I, I, I'm not going to let you do that again to, like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> you know? Grady's like, I got to change the subject, guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> She's getting too close. Yeah. Uh, so um, then Grady asks his mom if they can adopt him for the adoptive family program. And his mom's like, no. <laughs> yeah, pretty and much. He's like, ah. End of scene. Just no. Yeah. No. But uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, that would be great. Um, <laughs> but the mom like agrees to put together a few things to give for adoptive families that they can put together, which first of all, why? I mean, it's set up in earlier episodes that they are, like, poor. I know. Extremely poor. Well, yeah, well, that, that's later, I think. <laughs> like, he's literally he's literally sleeping on the sofa because he <laughs> doesn't have a bed in earlier episodes. Yeah. But which is also, it's talked about Grady's bed, so. Yeah, that, that was. That be another goof. That was um, in the one with Eugene fixing everything in their house, automating all their appliances. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he automates the fridge. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Um, anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, "Well, I guess we can go." Yeah, and then you go. Grady asks uh, his mom if he could sleep in the bathtub. <laughs> yes, such such a. And his mom's like, "Ah, oh, no, 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 no!" <laughs> such a clever line, right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Grady. 
It's like, oh, are you really this dumb kid? How old is Grady supposed to be? Like, oh, it's kind of funny. Oh no, though. he said he's nine. He's practically uh, adult now. Uh, he's he he he's nine. Yeah, yeah, because which he, is understandable. He's like, I'm I nine. I'm all grown up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> which I know lots of young, annoying nine-year-olds. So <laughs> it's not too hard to imagine him. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we go then to the next scene in Wit's End, and Eugene's on the phone, and Wit comes in, and apparently Eugene's been talking with the Burnetts, mm-hmm. and um, they couldn't help Eugene. They didn't know who the ticket in the book belonged to. But then Wit's like, well, I have some good news for you, <laughs> because... I- He's like, I have a friend in the state office in Chicago. She might have the ticket list from 20 years ago in the Congo. <laughs> okay, can we talk about the, the coincidence how of this would she, like, right now? How would he know that she would have that? Because, <laughs> like, it is... Well, no, not only that. How does he have all these connections? <laughs> like... Wit just like it's later later in this episode he knows a guy in a newspaper in the Congo. I know, I know. Yeah, like I have that written down here too. He just he just knows everyone in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he just knows everyone in the world. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, you know he just knows everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like he yeah. Oh, also this is interesting because we get some Odyssey ge- ge- geography. Oh. Uh-huh. And they decide to go to Chicago this afternoon. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, um, I looked on Google Maps, and uh, there's um, uh, just a sec. Yeah, they also went to Chicago so, uh, and uh, waylaid in the Windy City uh, with the in the Blackbird Saga too. Yeah, but they flew there. They, oh yeah, 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 but, yeah. No, they they flew to Chicago. We we get the assumption that they just drive to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And so um, I I was looking at Google Maps. And I'm like, okay, Odyssey has to be either in Ohio, Indiana, or Illinois. And I looked, and the driving time from Chicago to Indianapolis was three hours, basically. Oh, that's, so that's a long drive. It, yeah, but it it could be done in a day, it theoretically. Could, yeah. If they left in the morning and like it. No, but they leave in the afternoon. That's that's also a crazy thing. Oh, what? Because <laughs> like, he, he's like, well, we could leave this afternoon or we could leave tomorrow. And Eugene's like, oh, this afternoon. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, okay. So, so here, uh, this doesn't make, oh, now this doesn't make sense because they leave in the afternoon, drive for, say, two to three hours. Mm-hmm. They get there around, I don't know, five o'clock. Uh, they get there around three to four o'clock. Mm-hmm. They presumably spend like half an hour to an hour there. <laughs> then they drive back to Connellsville <laughs> to see the brunettes. Oh, yeah, that's and true. And they spend like an hour there. And then they drive back. <laughs> Katrina's like, is Eugene ever going to get home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> You're just like, well, I'll have to send her a fax. <laughs> Tell her when I'll get home. Yes. <laughs> Faxing. <laughs> oh, they send her a fax from Johannesburg. Because <laughs> that's apparently... Oh, we'll get into that scene. Yeah. We cuz I was so confused. Okay. That's at the end uh, though. That's a spoiler. Let's go into the ne- Yeah, that's a spoiler. So, uh let's uh, so they decide to go to Chicago this afternoon, which is just nuts. <laughs> and then um go to the next scene, which is Grady's house. And Grady has just tons of stuff. We get the impression like <laughs> nothing from I get the past the impression episode. That he's just 
been like collecting every single item in his house and just like piling it at the front door. Mm-hmm. And he's giving them his bed, which it's earlier um, in the series that he doesn't have a bed. Yeah. He sleeps on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> Is he giving them the couch? I don't know. Small plot. So hole. he's got his mom's mixer. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So he got his mom's mixer, uh, the special blanket, his special blanket he had since he was two, and all of Sam's stuffies. And his and mom's clothes. <laughs> his mom's like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. So he, his mom's like, uh, where is she now? He's like, oh, she's upstairs in your closet going through all your stuff. What? His mom's like, ah. What? <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, again, <laughs> just going through the mom's stuff. It's like, okay, we're giving away all your clothes to a homeless guy. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that, then his mom's like, okay, uh, have a seat, son. <laughs> and she tells him, I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> yeah. She's like, look, I'm very proud of you. You're doing a good thing, even though I'm not a Christian and I don't believe in giving away stuff to just random strangers. <laughs> she's not a Christian at this point. Yeah. So that's interesting that she's so warm to the idea of like a giving away stuff to, you know, for, like, a Christian charity. I don't think she became a so. Christian, did she? I thought she had just accepted uh, that Grady was a Christian at the end. Yeah, but she she's, ex- yeah, that's right, she did. Because there's all the stuff with Carson um, McKay. Yeah, the high like stakes. His father, too. Yeah, the high stakes, that's right. Oh, the, that was, I that was such a, those were so good episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the one with Carson and the Whisperer, remember? Yeah, Accidental uh, Dilemma. Yeah, actually, oh, I, we got to do that one sometime. Oh, yeah. We got to do that one. <laughs> okay, but anyway, um, so uh, his mom gently convinces him only to give, like, a few things that she'll, like, decide. And so Grady's like, ah, okay. Just the annoying kid cameo. Who put the bed ah. back? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's like, Samantha, we got to put the bed back. And Yeah, I think it's the table, we actually. Don't hear- it's also so awkward because, like, in nor- if this was normal dialogue, you'd hear Samantha like, okay. Yeah. It's just nothing. <laughs> she doesn't <Silent>. exist. <laughs> She's still sleeping. Samantha, are you there? <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. And then the next scene is a huge scene. Uh, this is a big scene. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, apparently this is in some... State building or something like that, or some government building. Yeah, something. And her name's Diana. Her name's Diana, the same name as her actress, which is funny. <laughs> yeah. And uh, okay, here's my tangent. Here's my big beef with this episode. Wit and Diana's cryptic talk <laughs> would not happen in real oh, life. Oh, totally not. <laughs> if if they had something between them, like like a secret agent, they just would not talk about it at all. The you, you know what? That. Oh, wait, we owe you for you know what, you know where, you know why. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I know because you know why. <laughs> and then Eugene pipes in. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, that, that's, that's a bit later. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Like, she's like we're high up in the government, apparently. Oh, okay. She would not be talking this way in real life. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, that's just not how you talk if you're that high up in the government. <laughs> Yeah. You just keep your mouth shut at all. <laughs> it's so awkward. To, it's so hard to listen to. I know. 
She's like, we still owe you for you know what, you know where, you know why. (laughs) (laughs) And poor Eugene, though. Poor Eugene. He's just like, uh. (laughs) Oh, he's like, no, he's like, I appreciate you doing this. You know why. She's like, huh? What? (laughs) He's like, oh, uh, never mind. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then so they go to the overseas archives. Mm Mm-hmm. And so Eugene's, like, super excited because he, he likes pursuing, like, leads. And then he tells Wit he's been praying lots because it God's given this to him and he's been praying lots. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was getting kind of confused with Eugene's dialogue in this scene, so I, di- I didn't take good notes. Do you have better notes on it, on the, on his, what Eugene's saying? Or? Um, what I have is that um, pretty much all I have is that they went to go talk to the weird spy friend, um, they search Diana. Yeah, they search for the archive and arrive on an empty end. And Eugene says he's cooling his heels. Wit says that he definitely hasn't been. And Wit tells him to pray. <laughs> and Eugene's like, "Oh, I've been doing lots of that, Mister Whitaker." Yeah, ah, for sure. I'm holy. <laughs> no, he's like, ah. Ha ha, I've been praying. I got my brownie points with Wit. <laughs> <laughs> and then Wit tells Eugene that if Eugene's dad wants to be hidden, Eugene trying to find him could be dangerous. And Wit tells oh, Eugene yeah, yeah. to be careful. Which is super good advice. But also, like, we find out in a, a future episodes that that is, like, so true, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but Eugene is, like, determined to f- find his father. He's like, I gotta find him after all this time. I'm not giving up. Mm-hmm. And so um, then the, they just, like, find, like, this list. And apparently, okay, this is also another coof. It, we get the impression that it's a huge list. Like, they slam, thump it down on the table. It's like, boom. <laughs> He's like, here's the list. And then they're like, okay, well, let's look through it. So you take that half. And then, like, five seconds later, they're like, ah, found it. <laughs> <laughs> That was fast. <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> and so um, they found the passenger list within like five seconds or Eugene found it. And uh, Wit's like, well, does any name stand out? And he's like, yes, <laughs> Mushnick. Michael Michael Mushnick. Mushnick. <laughs> Michael Mushnick. Yeah. And then Eugene says, it was my mother's maiden name. Uh, no, Eugene. You better get your family history right. It was your grandma's maiden name, not your mom's maiden name. It wasn't Thelma Mushnick. It was uh, Martha Mushnick. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. then is Michael his actual great uncle then? Yeah, no, Michael's his actual great uncle. So they just, just messed up. G- Sorry? Just messed up there then? Yeah, they messed up because they uh, Eugene's like Quill. It was my mother's maiden name, but in Last in a Long Line, which was the first episode of this saga, he's like, it was my grandmother's maiden name. Mm-hmm. And then that's the, that's the one where Bernard just freaks out that he's related to Eugene. <laughs> Remember? He's just such a jerk to Eugene in that episode. Yeah, I know. He's like, can you imagine being related to Eugene? I think I'd rather have my toenails pulled out by rusty pliers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, Bernard, you're a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, if you want to uh, listen to that, listen to my episode, Last in a Long Line. We're not going to be talking about that today. <laughs> nope. Uh, no, no. So it's a goof. Whatever. We'll forgive them. So um, apparently Eugene stayed with uh, 
Michael Musnick before he went to his foster parents, mm-hmm. and there was some unknown tragedy, but Eugene never found out what it was. Until now. <laughs> and then, yeah. Or he's gonna, because then <laughs> Witt uncovers the newspaper, and it's like a train crash, and Witt's like, oh, 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 no. And Eugene's like, what, 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 what is it? And Eugene's like, Eugene, everyone on that train died. Yeah, bop, bop, bop. It's like, gasp. <laughs> and, yeah. like, Michael's dead. The weird thing is, Eugene, he is not at all broken up about it. No, it's, like, been, oh. it's been, like, so many years since he's seen Michael, and it's just like, oh, it's okay. tw- It's over 20 years. And so Eugene's like, well, interesting. Whatever, it's not my father, not so. Real- <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> or my mother, but she's already dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, why did they have to kill her? <laughs> It would have been so interesting to see her. I guess they couldn't find a suitable voice for her, though. Well, they got a voice for her, though, in uh, New Era, the Forbidden episode. A New Era? What? Did they? Yeah. Because remember when she was pregnant with Eugene and got all angry and stuff. But But that was, like, when she was younger, like... I'd have liked to see her, like, now, because she died, like, three months ago. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, Hiram Meltzner. They killed him off, like, a week before Eugene found him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you didn't have to do that. Let, let us had Hiram Meltzner. Uh, but he would have had too much anyway. information that would have uh, filled in everything from, like, the whole Eugene and his dad series, though. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Huh. Okay. Well, anyway. Then, uh, so, hi, hi, not, hi, not Hiram, Eugene. So, Eugene's like, whoa, everyone on that train's dead, long dead, including Michael. Uh, he, he's not broken up about it at all. <laughs> no. He's not even like, he's, well, that's too bad. He's like, ah. And so then we um, cut out to commercial break and cut back in. And uh, apparently it's, I, I'm not sure how, how long they've spent since the last scene and this scene. Probably around like ten minutes. Like they're like, well, I guess that's all there is to see here. And so they're leaving, and there's more cryptic talk between Wit and Diana. <laughs> She's like, "We'll see you in June for you know what." And Wit's like, "I wouldn't miss it." Huh? Bye. It's like, oh, so cringe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't say that if you're in the government. <laughs> oh. So anyway, they're walking down the street in Chicago, and it's oddly quiet for a street in Chicago. Did you notice that? It is like, true. There's yeah. like one. There's like one car. <laughs> Chicago is a big city. <laughs> there's more than one car on the streets. It just crickets uh, in a car. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty I, much I Odyssey so. right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so anyway, Eugene doesn't have any theories, uh, and uh, so. He's like, well, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't really have any theories on what happened to my father. Oh, and this is where I had all my notes about Odyssey geography because, like, they can drive. Whit and Eugene can drive to Chicago uh, from Odyssey there and back in a day, mm-hmm. which is nuts. Maybe not depend, but so like it's either in Ohio, Indiana, or Illinois. So I touched on that uh, a bit. You know, mm-hmm. we get some interesting Odyssey geography there. It's true. Because originally in Family Portraits, it was listed in Ohio, but that's not considered a canon, and, like, we have no reference since Family Portraits, mm-hmm. where Odyssey is located. Yeah, there's, like... Because remember, it was... Odyssey USA, but... Yeah, yeah, Odyssey USA. So, 
That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I just that, that's an interesting tidbit of Odyssey history. There, uh, you've been listening to Odyssey history with uh, Wyatt and uh, Devon. Devon. <laughs> yeah, Devon. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so next. Oh, oh now, now we're back decides to. to visit, oh. No, Eugene decides to visit his foster parents. Remember? Oh, right, 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 right. And then we go to Grady's home. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Here do, we go. I'll do Grady again. Uh, so, <laughs> he's yeah. So, he's so pleasant. It's Grady. <laughs> Everyone's favorite annoying kid. <laughs> so, so he's like, ah, why do I have to wear a hat? Has, you understand like, when you're older. <laughs> <laughs> and then Grady's like, ah, but you're not wearing a hat. And she's like, huh, well, you understand that when you're older too. And he's like, I'm going to be really smart when I'm older. She's like, yeah. Not really smart. <laughs> Not really. And then um, they find a box in their front door. It must be. Oh no! I I, I guess not. So it's uh, for Grady, but the letter's addressed to Mrs. McKay. Which? Why wouldn't it be addressed to Mr. McKay? Because the church doesn't know about their family backstory. That's true, especially or, since she doesn't it, go why there. Why wouldn't it be addressed to McKay family? Because <laughs> well, the I, package I was. It was to Grady and the McKay yeah. family, but I know. But it's all also. It's such a coincidence. They get all, presumably, they get their exact furniture they donate. <laughs> their exact, every one of their exact items. Were they the they only donated. ones who donated it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, so uh, his mom's like, oh, that's so sweet. And Grady's like, it's not sweet. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And uh, so apparently their house is on the poor list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Grady's but, all uh, angry because he doesn't want to be known as a yeah. charity case. And <laughs> yeah, he's not an adoptive family. But his mom's cool with it. She's like, well, hey, I don't mind. You we know, can always use more stuff, son. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so anyway, uh, then we go to scene nine, the Burnett's home. And uh, oh boy, <laughs> another fairly big scene. Mm-hmm. So it's with Eugene and Mrs. Burnett. For some reason, Mr. Burnett's not there. Uh, I guess he's out working, shopping or something. something. Working. Yeah, I know. He's probably like working in a shop out back. She's like, oh, he's, he's busy, but what can I do for you? Oh, it's... Oh, she's like, oh, no. Wait. Okay. I don't know. She's like, ah, my husband's busy in the shop. And, you know, when he has a project in his mind, he just does it. So it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've wanted him to repair that kitchen table for like 12 years, and I finally convinced him to do it tonight, so you're going to have to wait to see him. <laughs> hey, Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Mr. Burnett isn't there. And then she's uh, trying to, like, feed Eugene throughout the entire scene. Oh, yeah. And then she takes a stab at Katrina. She's like, is that why Pierre's not feeding you enough? <laughs> Eugene's like, she feeds me just fine, thank you. <laughs> Gets all defensive. What are you saying about my wife? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, no, so, um, but she she says that all they knew was that um, Michael Mooshnik died overseas. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so, yeah, she's trying to feed him. And then, she, so, they, she, like, forces them to eat, even though they ate on the way back, probably from, like, McDonald's somewhere. But, Mom, I already ate. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. She's like, oh, nonsense. You're probably starving. But, Mom, <laughs> nonsense. You just have a seat while I get the kettle boiling for a pot of tea. <laughs> if you insist. That's pretty no, much the whole scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would be really kind of bad. <laughs> but so, they did um, throw in the important details in there too. Yeah, they did, which is good. So she's she, so while she's um, preparing her, her, his their meal, she's she tells them that the State Department mailed all of Michael's belongings to them since Eugene was the next of kin, which uh, makes sense because it, it happened a week after his parents died in Africa. Mm-hmm. So his parents are dead, so they'd mail it to Eugene, which is good. Um, Congruency for Odyssey. I'm glad they're like, oh, they mailed it to. Oh, I'm glad they're not. They 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 didn't like accidentally say they mailed it to, um, like Leonard, but then he died, and so it was mailed to Eugene because mm-hmm. it would have made more sense for that to happen. It's true. Yeah, it's not. A, it's a goof Odyssey avoided because I could have seen them doing that. So. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah. So the Zaire book was in the box of Michael's stuff. And um, then she tells him that Michael came by the house one day. And then Eugene is, like, getting really excited and, like, nervous. But then Mrs. Burnett, he's like, I don't think you're okay. Like, I can tell when people are tense. He's like, (laughs) I'm fine. I'm fine. I am your therapist. (laughs) And she's like, I know. You're, you're, You're not fine. I can tell. He's like, ah, no, I'm okay. I'm okay, really. Uh, then Wit's like, uh, he's okay. And she's like, ah, okay. It's, it, Wit's word, you know, it's everything that everybody needs. As soon as he says yeah. it, it's all good. It's okay. He's like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I can trust you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, um, so she says that uh, Michael wanted to take Eugene to Africa. And the brunette said no because... He did. Oh, he wanted to take Eugene with him on a trip, but mm-hmm. their brunette said no because he didn't tell them where he was going. Which, why wouldn't Mike? Which, I'm confused with Michael's with Michael's um intentions here. Yeah, no. Was was Michael going to try to find his father? If so, how did he know he'd been like where he was? Mm-hmm. How did he know he, he was in that specific area? It's true. If Michael was just going to Africa to visit his parents, why didn't he tell the Burnets that he was taking Eugene? Also, why didn't he tell the Burnets anything? Like, yeah, you'd think that. I mean, they're Eugene's like guardians, so mm-hmm. it's not like he's just telling some random stranger who's might be related to Dalton Kern, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just weird. Michael, I, I don't get Michael's motives in this scene. But at any rate, it turns out for the good because uh, he dies, apparently. So yeah, that's the good. <laughs> yeah. Well, he might not be dead. Oh, he might, he might be living with the Ashantis. Out uh-huh. in 70 spoilers, guys. He's coming back. <laughs> yeah. He's been living. With, he's Yosef from Prisoners of Fear. Although he is a great uncle, so he's probably dead by age now. Yeah, probably. Although it's not oh, dead. Man. Yeah. That's, okay. Oh, you you brought me up on that tangent. <laughs> Wits <laughs> Wits served in World War Two when he was like in his twenties. His son served in the Vietnam War. What has to be at least ninety five by now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he's we get the impression he's in his like late sixties. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, the show made sense in the eighties. It does not make sense now. 
Okay, so uh, back to the episode, though. Yeah. If it, yeah. So if it hadn't been for the Burnett's, uh, Eugene would have died in that crash along with Michael, which is a sobering thought, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Nuts. So. Uh, anyway, good on the Burnett's, I guess. Mm-hmm. So then we go to what I guess is Eugene's house. Katrina's not there because apparently she has better things to do <laughs> with her time. Because Eugene's looking through the box of his. He's like, huh, I wonder if this soap dish has any meaning. Just looking through everything for clues. Katrina's like, okay, Eugene, I got to do some shopping here. (laughs) Eugene's like, huh, I wonder if this towel means anything. Katrina's like, okay, goodbye. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, So, um, and then uh, Wit comes in and he's like, hi, Eugene. And Eugene's like, oh, hi. And he's like looking through the box. He's like, well, he, he's like, I, th- I feel like the trip we went on yesterday was kind of a waste. Because all the info was interesting. I don't see how any of it is relevant. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I got a cardboard splinter too. Which, <laughs> is that a possible thing? I, I don't know, honestly. A cardboard splinter. Yeah. Huh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to... It sounds painful. It does. But then anyway, Eugene shows Wit a picture of his parents in Dalton Kern. And then here's where we get the first kind of tidbits about Dalton Kern. Oh, we got some in Prisoners of Fear, but mm-hmm. we kind of start to see Dalton Kern a bit more. So um, Eugene tells Wit that he was his parents' mentor. And Wit's like, oh, well, he's quite a well-renowned archaeologist, which Wit would know because he's a well-renowned archaeologist too. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And apparently what was doing his research because he called a friend in the newspaper office in a, the Congo to fax him the complete article, mm-hmm. which, ha, what, what, what? <laughs> what just knows everyone in the world. <laughs> Wit's got connections. He has connections. <laughs> ah, ha, ha. yeah. So uh, he just like was calling. He's like this guy in the same newspaper in the Congo. And so they faxed him a complete article and here's where i didn't i i just fell off topic so um the newspaper apparently stores its archives in johannesburg and so the newspaper faxed wit's request to johannesburg and then johannesburg faxed which um what wit wanted to him mm-hmm. and then so wit basically says this and eugene's like uh-huh and then what's like uh eugene uh do you remember the mission sport fax uh, there were two copies, and Eugene's like, yeah. And Wit's like, I got a hunch. <laughs> and then we just go out on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I was like, wait a minute. When I listened to this, I was, like, so confused. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it just, uh, I don't even get what Wit's going off here. <laughs> Maybe that's because I'm, like, so, like, faxing is so old school. but Probably. Still. But. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's the episode... One more thing is uh, uh-huh. when they're looking at the photo of Eugene's parents oh, and yeah. uh, Eugene mentions his attempt of a mustache, which was uh, a flashback to a little credit, please. Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't I didn't put that down on my notes. From Darkness Before Dawn. A little. Oh, yes, yes. I re- that's the one episode in Darkness Before Dawn that's not placard. Yeah. It's... A little, yeah. little bit of a random <laughs> right. episode, but... <laughs> Connie gets the credit card, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
And yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh man. Yeah, maybe one day we'll cover that. So I don't know. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe. But this is by far the longest podcast episode I've ever done. Yeah. Probably because you're here with me. I feel like we and went will over you be time. Back next time. Who knows? Anything's Who knows? possible. <laughs> yeah. So uh, either I or we will be back next time to talk about 595 at Time for Action Part 2. So, uh, yeah. Do you have anything else you, you wanted to talk about? I don't think so. Okay. Well, I think that's, that's all I have written down about this episode. Until next time, this has been <laughs> Adventures into Oz. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.